Hello, everyone, and welcome to United Teachers of Lowell's Straight Talk podcast. This is Amy Bisson here with Mickey Dumont. We are the podcast twins and the hosts of this weekly podcast produced by and for members of the United Teachers of Lowell. In our weekly podcast, you'll hear about local, state, and national issues that affect our members. You will also hear about some of the accomplishments of our members, and we will keep you up to date with news and decisions that impact all of us. As interest in all manner of education issues heats up here in Massachusetts, we, the citizens of the Commonwealth, frequently have an opportunity to speak up or testify in front of a committee charged with making recommendations about a proposed piece of legislation. This year, our attention has turned to the Joint Committee on Education regarding several proposed pieces of legislation that impact our schools and our students, as well as all of us as professional educators. We know that active educators cannot always attend these hearings. The majority of the hearings are scheduled during school days, making it difficult for active educators to voice their opinions or concerns. We are always grateful when scheduling does work out so that we can be joined by active educators, but we understand that sometimes that is not possible. Such was the case when the Joint Committee on Education convened a hearing on September 4th following the legislature's month-long summer recess. For almost all active educators across the Commonwealth, the first Wednesday in September was either on or near the first day of school. That made including active educators' testimony on the nearly 40 bills being discussed a near impossibility. So, as retired educators, we took the train into Boston and spoke in favor of one of the four bills proposed to address the need for adequate recess in our schools. Good afternoon. My name is Mary Ann Tumont, and I retired in 2006 from Lowell Public Schools after teaching 35 years at the elementary level. My first 22 years teaching were prior to the Mass Ed Reform Act of 1993. Then I taught for an additional 13 years under the rules and regulations of Ed Reform. Last year, approximately 93% of our Lowell teachers taught entirely under Ed Reform rules and regulations. 82% of those taught all of their years with only one 15-minute or less recess per day. Prior to Ed Reform, I had the luxury of teaching all content areas to my students, reading, writing, math, social studies, and science. As well, our students were afforded two 15-minute recesses and one 25-minute lunch each day. After the inception of Ed Reform, and the inauguration of the MCAS testing, we quickly saw the academic focus go strictly to ELA and math. Additionally, due to the new, quote, student learning time regulations of the Ed Reform that appeared in 1996-1997, elementary schools suddenly had to offer 900 minutes of student learning beginning in school year 1997-98. Specifics of the student learning time were that the time could not include any time spent passing from class to class, recess, lunch and breakfast, 
as well as time in non-directed study or optional school programs. As a result, we lost 15 minutes of recess per day and began to see a steady rise in student anxieties and poor behaviors that continue to escalate each year. In one study, it was cited that between 2007 and 2017, rates of depression rose by more than 60% among kids between 14 and 17. Our kids are not okay. Educators know that playtime is not wasted time. It's the time that builds social skills, creativity, collaboration, cooperation, it's a time to learn how to regulate emotions, make plans with others, solve problems. There's no greater excitement for us than watching students grow these skills and work at fine-tuning them as they play. Much research shows, too, that after recess break, students are more focused and ready to get back on task back in the classroom. Any teacher, current or retired, will tell you that exactly zero elementary or middle school teachers could have been involved in the decision to be unduly stringent about student learning time on task. We're still waiting, our students are still waiting, for the foundation funding formula to be updated. Our kids are still waiting, too, to have reasonable breaks from their daily structured academic lessons, and we're all counting on all of you to make that a reality for them. Play is learning. Physical activity throughout the day only enhances learning. You have at least four recess bills in front of you, each asking for at least 20 minutes of recess time. I'd personally push for at least 30 minutes because I did it in reality for 22 years and it worked. Do the right thing. Start proceedings too to set up a future task force that includes practitioners that will review all elements of the Mass Ed Reform Act and revise and revamp it as needed. I'll close with a couple of statements made by my eight-year-old grandson when he was six and in first grade. He said, my mind is not happy with no break till lunchtime. Then he said, everything is about work and everything is about sitting on the carpet to listen and I really need to stretch. Then he said, I need a break every couple of hours or an hour and a half. I'm including some references here from the Lowell Education Justice Alliance group that were used when we collaborated with the Lowell School Committee and were successful in obtaining 20 minutes for elementary and 15 minutes for middle school with all students getting a five minute break in the morning and again in the afternoon. Please help all of the districts in Massachusetts to get reasonable recess time throughout the school day. Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak to you today. Good afternoon, my name is Amy Bisson. I recently retired after a 30-year career as an elementary educator in Lowell, Massachusetts. About two years ago to the day, I attended and testified at a hearing for recess legislation that has been reintroduced in this legislative session by Representative Marjorie Decker as H-426. Whatever the reasons for not moving this legislation forward, I implore you to support it today. The needs for adequate recess and free unstructured play in our schools has not changed. 
educators understand that with the current focus on testing as a measure of academic achievement, the easy solution to raising test scores often results in the faulty logic of more time on task. However, improving academic performance does not come from cramming more rigorous academics into an already packed day. And you do not have to look very far to find neuroscientists, those with expertise in how the brain works best, who have researched extensively on this very topic. The bills being heard today support mandating 100 minutes of free play for children in grades one through five. As an educator who has spent a lifetime applying brain research to educational practice, 100 minutes a week or 20 minutes a day should be considered a minimal amount of recess for our learners. As a former public elementary school educator, I know children need adequate breaks in order to learn and to retain what they are learning and that in many schools, those recess breaks are being co-opted for additional academics and test preparation. Children need downtime, not only to process their learning, they need downtime to practice social skills and executive functioning skills that are required for becoming a productive member of society. But don't take my word for that. Take the word of the neuro-researchers who have studied this issue. Recess is important to academic growth and to human development. In study after study, neuroscientists have shown the value of brain breaks in allowing learners to process information and turn that knowledge which is retained, applied, analyzed, and synthesized into new knowledge. But beyond the brain science of learning and requiring new knowledge, what happens when students do not have adequate recess? What are they missing? During the 30-year span of my teaching career, I experienced firsthand the gradual diminishing of recess. For the first third of my career, elementary students in every school in which I taught were given two recesses, one in the morning and one after lunchtime. With the focus on testing brought on by education reform, by the time I retired, my fourth grade students had one 15-minute break. That break had to include travel time to and from our classroom to the play area so that effectively the students had 10 minutes of free play. That is not adequate for children attending to a rigorous curriculum. The students in my school were fortunate. In other elementary schools within our district, even first grade children were allowed just 10 minutes total break time, which also had to include travel back and forth to class. Adults sometimes wonder why it appears that students are acting out in school with greater frequency. As someone who has had the incredible opportunity of working with young children for over 30 years, I know that kids don't always use words to express their feelings. They use their actions. My belief is that our students, our children, are telling us that they have reached their limits, their breaking point. They need a break so that they can process, breathe, and start academics again with a renewed focus. My ask of you is to report on H. 426 favorably and move this bill forward. Mickey and I will continue to follow these bills and we hope that they receive a favorable report from the committee before 
being voted on by the entire legislature. Appearing to testify on a piece of legislation can be intimidating, of course, but both of us have found that when you speak from the heart, you are listened to. Because each speaker is limited to three minutes, we often prepare our testimony ahead of time so we don't miss any important points, and even then we need to do some on-the-spot editing to keep within the legislative committee's time frame. We are proud and happy to advocate for our schools, our students, and you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that if you enjoy what you hear, you will subscribe to our podcast using Apple iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast aggregator. As always, we welcome your general comments and your feedback. If you have suggestions for future podcast topics, or if you are aware of a UTL member who might be willing to share experience or expertise, please send us an email at utlstraighttalk at gmail.com. Until next week, this is Amy Bissett with Mickey Dumont, and we wish you a great week.